0: all you food lovers out there. You're listening to On the Menu with Ann and Peter Hague. And we're doing a good deed today. We're bringing you um, good for you food that's also a family that their companies are family affairs. Uh, we're going to start with one...
1: We should perhaps explain that, that what we're dealing with is mostly fruit.
0: Yes, it's mostly fruit. You're right. And it's uh, juice, uh, fruit, jam, um what else
1: oh who knows <laughs> lots of good lots of good things healthy they're They're, they're, quality they're stuff. sweet but they're very good for you and Our shrubs are healthy and what's what's been going on has been going on in these two establishments that we're going to talk about in families for several generations right.
0: Well, we're going to start out with the, the, this lady, uh, that's part of the Tate family, farms family, um, Kim Tate, who's absolute dynamite. If you hear her go on, and, um, I found this company primarily uh, through an award they got, um, they've gotten many awards, um, for their raspberry shrub, and uh, she's going to tell us about
1: the, the, the neat, the neater part of it is that they're from Pennsylvania. Yes, yeah, they are. Less, less than two hundred and fifty miles away from where we are. And you really
0: down in the shrubs. Of course. Yeah, you know, it's
1: good. Am so, I not supposed to do that? You are. You so, are. That's that's and, my and, job, and, and I'm good at it. Not, not to uh,
0: overlook the delicious blackberry jam and ginger peach something, which we all sampled. Well, let's listen to Kim because she tells the story better than twenty other people would. Kim Tate, I can't tell you how much I enjoy interviewing multi-generational farmers. <laughs> what generation are you?
2: Well, I'm the third generation by marriage, I guess I'd say, because I married okay. into the Tate family. So. Okay. Um.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, um, we're we're talking just. For our listeners' sake, we're talking about Tate Farm Foods, and um, um, we got the, they came onto our radar after winning um, a Sophie um, in in the in the, um, the fa- fancy food show this year, and um, also um, I, I looked on your website, and, and you produce a whole bunch of stuff. We do. (laughs) Give us the history of Cave Farm.
2: Okay. Well, we are located about seven miles east of State College and Penn State University. We're right on Route 322, headed east out of town, like going towards Harrisburg. And the family family farm was purchased in 1950 by my father and uh, Er, mother-in-law, Elton and Marion Tate. And they were both... With Penn State and worked in extension and they bought the farm as a hobby farm for their three children and you know had four h animals and a few Christmas trees and you know oh. a few dogs and things like that but in the um in the mid uh right around nineteen eighty um the two boys, the two prodigal sons, decided to quit their day jobs. They had been living (laughs) off the farm and doing other things and decided to come back and try to make a living off the land. So that sort of began the odyssey of, you know, Tate Farm as a commercial enterprise. And what (laughs) I sort of have to laugh and say, it was truly the the sort of field of dreams. They didn't Uh have, I mean, they had... Grown up, you know, raising animals and running a tractor, but really had no idea about the nuts and bolts of a business and an agricultural operation. So anyway, it, it, it's been an, an odyssey for the last long period of time, uh, 40 <laughs> years or so. And well,
0: um, with, go ahead. Well, you, how did you start focusing on, um, like, jams, uh, preserves, Shrubs, shrubs are, well, shrub is one you, uh, yes, Sophie, your shrub. Uh, When did you start focusing on that? Because you grow all kinds of other stuff and produce all kinds of other stuff. We do, we do, yeah.
2: So the shrub is, the shrub is sort of a lemon to lemonade story for us. We had about five acres of pick-your-own raspberries, back in the 80s and it was the in summer and it was one of those hot july weeks it was the arts festival and it started raining and it kept raining and raining <laughs> and and rain and raspberries on the cane are not very good friends because yeah very quickly so we hired people and we picked that, and so people pick your own pickers didn't come out because it was raining. So anyway, we picked thousands of pounds of fruit thinking we could find a winter market for all these beautiful raspberries, and we couldn't. And so an old family friend reminded David Tate of an old Pennsylvania Mennonite. uh I don't know if you've ever heard of Betty Groff. She's an old Pennsylvania Dutch Mennonite down in the Lancaster area, and she had a cookbook, and in her cookbook she had a – Recipe for Raspberry Shrub, which was basically <laughs> taking fresh raspberries, putting them in vinegar, infusing them, making a very strong raspberry vinegar, and then sweetening it, straining it after a period of time, and sweetening it with sugar to create a shelf-stable sort of sweetened raspberry vinegar.
0: And the so shrubs shrub have, have a very long, long history, history, though, hmm? Yes, yes, it has shrub. a long history. Yeah. So can you yeah. define what exactly is a shrub?
2: Well, sure. Shrub is an old Arabic word, actually. The word shereb, coming from the word shereb, meaning to drink. And oh. then it has been translated through English to meaning an acid fruit drink. Uh-huh. So that's literally yeah. what it means. Uh, well, it it's interesting.
0: We've been actually to um, events where they serve nothing but, um, I mean, essentially sipping vinegars, <laughs>
1: shrubs. Well, somebody told us, if you remember, that, that the farmers of New England in particular invented shrubs as a way to have something they could refresh themselves with when they were out in the fields all day. Is that, right. Is that right. really the right story? You're right. Yes. Amazing. Yeah,
2: yeah, the vinegar, the vinegar sort of acts as a, almost like a natural electrolyte. So it's sort oh. of the, uh, the original Gatorade, shall we say. Yeah, it's a, oh, really? it, you know, it's very, very refreshing. And so they had a haymaker's drink, which was essentially apple cider vinegar sweetened with a little honey, maybe a little bit of fruit juice or something. And then they'd mix it with water when they were out in the field. So you're exactly right. Yeah, there's a long history of of um, people, you know, um, preserving fruit in vinegar long before refrigeration or pasteurization or any of those things.
1: Well, now you make absolutely smashing jams preserved. <laughs> ta, 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 ta. I, I eat them out of the jar with a spoon. Thank you, Mrs. Haig is catching on to that.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we, our products are very, you know, we use very simple ingredients, everything is all natural, and it's basically fruit, some organic cane sugar, lemon juice, and we use a special citrus pectin, which allows fruit to set at low sugar solids, so as you can see there, as you taste it, they're not super sweet, you know, they're, they taste
0: like the fresh fruit so yeah exactly my taste i mean that's what i like
1: best i don't like all that stuff what are the the flavors what's the flavor profile in those
2: well most of our flavors are singular flavors so it's like blackberry or raspberry or sour cherry we have a couple of conserves. we do a strawberry rhubarb
0: we do a blueberry. Oh, that's a berry. classic combination. That used to yeah, be my mother's classic. favorite pie.
2: We're, you know, we haven't. We do a. We do a little bit of far out stuff, but we've stayed pretty, pretty classic. You know, haven't added alcohol to our jams or anything like that. I know those things have been popular, but uh, we're a little old fashioned, maybe.
0: <laughs> so and and like how, how big? I'm trying to get an idea of how big a production this is because you have so many different products, even beyond the jams and preserves and, and um, uh, shrubs. Uh, I mean, well, how big an operation is it?
2: Well, actually, we may appear bigger than we really are. We We do all our own manufacturing. We have a 4,000-square-foot facility, which includes our administration, our food production and our warehouse and shipping, all in in the little town of Bullsburg, Pennsylvania. We basically make things every day. They're all made by hand. So an average batch size for us is say between 10 and 15 cases. We use 40-gallon kettles, and um, you know to cook each batch. So we're really we're really are pretty small. We
0: just make a lot of products. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's very labor-intensive, all that uh, hand-done stuff, right? It is. It is.
2: So here's what I'll tell you in, in honesty is that we do as much in a year as probably a modern, efficient facility would do in a day. You know, so wow. we are very much a small, artisan, handmade, specialty food company. I mean that's one of the things we we do. So um you know we've been at it a long time. We have a, a very good reputation. Um you know we've been making shrub for thirty five years. No
0: one knew what shrub was thirty five years. I know. Ago. It's yeah it suddenly become very popular though. Yeah. Um, so and I always I, I, I joke Go ahead. Go ahead, okay. You always like lighten- Oh I was
2: just gonna say you must know John and Suki Jamison. You know the Jamison oh, yeah. Lamb people? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. John had a great line and he, he would often say, Yeah, an overnight success, you know, thirty years later or thirty five yeah. years later. So <laughs> I've sort of borrowed John's line on that. You know, we won our gold Sophie here this year. It's like we've been making that product for thirty five years, you know.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> well, you know, when you were telling me about the startup story, I was uh, have you read the, the Jamison's um their book. They have a I book have out. I have not it.
2: read their book. Oh, they do. Yeah, you can order
0: book. it on their website, JamisonFarm.com. Oh, okay. And um,
1: if you've been around John a lot, you've probably heard all the stories anyway. <laughs>
0: Coyotes like in sing the sing field perfect, yeah. and wolf at the door. It's, I mean, it, 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 <laughs> they started out. They learned as they went, too, pretty much. <laughs>
2: yeah, like us. Just um, like so, us.
0: Yeah, that's what made me think of them, uh, and then you mentioned them so But um, and I guess you're not that far away. But uh, yeah, they're we've known them for a long time and love them dearly and love their products. I mean, it's beautiful. So um, they're transitioning. I haven't figured out quite what they're transitioning <laughs> to, but they're not going to do their mail order lamb business anymore, which. It's a very big loss for for southwestern Pennsylvania. That's for sure, or for the whole country, for that matter. Because they shipped all over the country.
1: Which brings yeah. us to the next question, which is, where can people get this glorious stuff? <laughs> well, assuming, we assuming we sold them, which I think we probably have.
2: Um. Well, we have. I mean, we have a few places that sell it in your Pittsburgh area. So, um, East End Food Co op, oh, yeah. Farm, Chantrell's, um, or Chantel's, I think, Chantel's. Um, let's see, we have a few more places in and around the Pittsburgh area. Uh,
0: we just talked oh to uh, one of the circles who is now a winemaker in California, but a California oh, really? or Oregon rabbit. Wow. I think yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it was it caught my attention right away because we've been to the farm a lot. I mean, they're so well known. Yeah. um, But there is a network. So we sell our
2: products online. Yeah, we sell them online. We sell them at our farm store here, uh, you know, outside of State College. And then we have a lot of, um, I would say, you know, like, Farm stores and specialty food stores, cheese shops um, like the Bruno's in Philadelphia area. Oh areas yeah, that's a great have, place. Yeah, they buy a yeah a lot of our stuff. Um, just you know, just a whole you know several hundred wholesale accounts. Some some we've had forever and ever, and some are newer, and um, so. I guess if you stay at something long enough, you you know finally (laughs) (laughs) sell enough of it, right?
0: Well, did 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 you come from from? a farm background?
2: Well, not exactly. I grew up in Southern California, and um, you know, but my my grandfather had a farm. And he raised bees, and um, he actually invented, um, he was a tool and die maker, invented machinery to extrude beeswax and to make hollow fluted candles and those honeycomb sheets
0: that people roll out to make candles. Yes.
2: Yeah, so I think I have some, you know, some latent entrepreneurial agrarian genes that came (laughs) Well, you're
0: you're actually coming into um, your season here, because I noticed that you were promoting uh, summer entertaining and are proposing your shrubs to go with grazing boards. Mm. Tell us about yes, that. Yes, we are.
2: Well, you know, shrub <laughs> is is a super refreshing drink, and it can be mixed with plain water, or most people mix it with carbonated water to make a, you know, really, really refreshing non-alcoholic drink. And then other people like to put some spirits in it. So it's a perfect kind of family-friendly, you know, I like to say my, you know, my little grandchildren who are three and my 98-year-old mother-in-law all (laughs) can drink shrub, right? Yeah. So, So it's a perfect kind of drink for a, family gathering and we sell a lot of it to bars and you know the whole mixology thing and then you know we love to we love beautiful food we love food and so we have created all these beautiful summer boards some are fruit and cheese boards that we actually will put like our sour cherry jam on with some brie and crackers and grapes and whatever else or you know, savory boards. And we love that kind of alfresco, um, you know, open table sort of celebrating. Fabulous. We haven't done a lot of it in the
0: last year, but we're slowly yeah. moving back, right? Yeah, you know, we're supposed to be moving back. Let's hope. Um, well, it sounds like an idyllic lifestyle. And um, so, <laughs> I'm so glad that, that we finally connected here. Um, I guess we... We just blinked, and there's going to be another fancy food show coming up, right?
2: I guess so. Yes, September. we didn't. Well, I, we didn't even attend. So I haven't. You know, it's. I mean, they're having one. I think it's in September, but you know, I think. I think the world kind of changed in the past year, so all of us are trying to re,
0: you know, reacquaint ourselves with what the new world looks like, right? Uh, I think so, and um, they didn't have an in-person show last year, anyhow, but they're going to do a mixed thing this year, half um, online and half in person. So I don't know what that's going to look like, um, but I'll tell you, you have to really train um, marathon style to get through one of these three-day things at <laughs> the future. Oh, it's exhausting. Yeah, I mean... Particularly as a as a
2: buyer, you know, to visit all that food. I mean, I I have to be very careful. I usually have a stomachache after the first row because I've gone from (laughs) peanuts to sardines to, you know, whatever it is. Oh, yeah, that's the truth,
0: right. (laughs) I I had that reaction to the uh, American Cheese Society show. (laughs) I I I, I got filled with cheese after the first (laughs) afternoon. Too much. Well, listen, I'm very glad to have connected with you, um, Kim Tate. And uh, again, listeners, uh, you really ought to explore, uh, go on the website, which is uh, Tate Farm Foods plural, dot com, and see all the wonderful, fresh, healthy stuff that they produce, including their shrubs, their jellies, their jams. Anyhow, um and you continue enjoying your idyllic lifestyle, Kim.
2: <laughs> okay, well and I hope you guys can get back to your world food travels and family oh, yeah. travels soon. Yeah. Uh, really. Okay, well thank, <laughs> thank you, you so for much talking much for to us. Yeah. yeah and thank Podcasting services for On the Menu Radio are provided
1: by ASP station. Www.aspstation.com. Net. Oh, and next up, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. You're welcome back, next up. Welcome back in time for, <laughs> yeah, the, last, for the last interview in the program. This is wonderful. Um, um,
0: juice Company, Natalie Orchid Island Juice Company. And um, and we're hoping to talk to Natalie, who the company is named for. uh, I guess it was her mother that founded it. Um, But we're going to talk to Michael D'Amato, who is the rep in this area. Um, I think he's in New Jersey. But at any rate, uh, the story behind it is wonderful. Uh, The products are great. Um, He'll tell you who the market's aimed for. And you may just sit in there. We do.
1: It's just marvelous. For, it's great. Yeah. Making, and, making fabulous juice. Yeah. And uh, if I get the impression they more or less founded the orange juice business. And, and they're still in it. But they've diversified a lot. So you should, you should look out for their products. Again, what's the name, dear? It's
0: Natalie's Orchid Island Juice Company.
1: Let's hear from them. Here you
0: go. Okay. <laughs> Michael D'Amato, this has been <laughs> quite a challenge to get us <laughs> on to this recording. <laughs> well, that means uh, it's going to be a good call. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you're going to be talking to us about uh, Natalie's um, with orchard. I'm trying to remember what it's the whole orchid. name is.
3: Orchid like the flower.
0: Okay. All right. And... um. It, it's – it's. I took my first encounter with it, but um, Peter's been drinking it up like as if it's um, some kind of magic liquid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about um, – now, first we were going to be talking to Natalie. So tell us, there is yeah, a Natalie.
3: Natalie, I, Natalie you know, just had her second baby recently, and, um, you know, it, she's such a wonderful – you know, she's the owner – She's the, the founder's daughter. So Natalie's mom and dad, Bob and Mary Grace Sexton, founded the company in 1989. And they named okay. it after Natalie when she was about two years old. So now oh. Natalie, you know, is a mom and uh, running our, our our marketing department. And, um, you know, she's sorry she couldn't be here. But, um, but she just that, had a baby. That's where the name Natalie comes from. Okay. You got the short straw somehow, Michael. Because you're
1: you're, you're well, in they call me the
3: greatest showman. I love the phone. I love the screen, and I love telling the story. It's such a wonderful story to tell. Good well, man. what's the great
0: friend. story behind the Orchid?
3: Sense? Thank you, thank you for asking that. Um, you know, here, here's the story. Bob Bobby Sexton, who is from Vero Beach, Florida, and Vero Beach, Florida was founded by Bobby's grandfather. The whole town. If you go down to Vero Beach, Florida, there's a section called Sexton Plaza, and um, really? that's named after his grandpa. And um, you know they, they're 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 a hundred year old um, Florida citrus growers. And in 1989, when grapefruits were so plentiful and oranges were so plentiful, they couldn't give them away. You know, Bobby said, "Listen, why don't we start making juice? Why don't we go start making juice for the neighborhood?" And they really had no anticipation of this becoming such a, a worldwide company because not only do we service in the United States of America, but we're in 40, 40 to 50 foreign countries with our frozen juice, that, that, that's the same Natalie's uh, squeeze fresh orange juice is just flash frozen and sent around the, around the world. But anyway, you know, so, so the company started in 1989. It's named after um, Natalie, the daughter. Uh, Natalie has a sister, Lucy. Um, and, uh. I bet you know, Lucy's Natalie, mad. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? We, we tried, we tried to launch a couple of times a Lucy brand. Never got off, never got off. The, but no, no, Lucy and Natalie, you know, have a wonderful relationship. Lucy's down in Florida now too. And, you know, she, she, she's wonderful. Um, and, uh, wonderful, wonderful family. So it's a woman-owned company. It's a woman-owned family-operated company. And, and and may I say this? You know when you go to the supermarket or, or even to like the specialty market and you look up on the shelf over the last fifteen years, I mean there's more and more and more juices out there. It's it, it's it's mind-boggling, but the thing about it is is you know most of those juices are owned by very very large companies like Coca-Cola mm-hmm. or Pepsi-Cola or, or 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 Campbell Soup or or big conglomerates or or equity firms. Okay, Natalie's is a truly Woman-owned and family-operated company, and um, you know it's real family. It's been. Yeah, I wonder where all
0: pe- with these people are getting all the juices. We interviewed a grapefruit grower in Texas, and he lost two entire seasons
3: of fruit. Right. You mean and that's you mean the, the, the biggest Texas grapefruit? Fruit. Hmm. Right, right, and you know we use we use some of that grapefruit in Texas, and because the state of Florida has been, you know. Between the hurricane seasons over the last 10 years and and some viruses in the crop. Oh, yeah, you know, there's Florida, lots of viruses, yeah. Florida crop has suffered a lot. You know, yeah. the crops around the world have suffered a lot, but Florida has been hit the most. So, you know, Texas makes a wonderful grapefruit. And so we blend, you know, we blend some of that Texas grapefruit. And, and you know, people love our grapefruit juice. There really is no grapefruit juice out there better than Natalie's Orchid Island Cheese Company. Um, so, you know, we started out Ann, just as making orange juice and grapefruit juice back in 1989, and then we got into tangerine juice just in the season, which was in the fall, and then we did a little bit of lemonade just in the season when it was um, in the summer. But now, you know, we have year-round lemonade. We have about 12 other blends that have become very, very popular, um, um, and, and we have a whole line of vegetable juices, the straight carrot juice, a carrot, ginger juice. See, I like vegetable juices, juices a lot. Yeah, I haven't had any vegetable juice from Dad Lee. Well, Did we'll I? make sure we get that to you right away. I didn't, well, I didn't know Peter
0: because I'm, I'm up I'm Peter's up been really um, practically drowning his body in it. Tell right. which is your favorite, <laughs> Rabbit?
3: <laughs> I like this. Maybe I like Peter tanger- drank like it before you even saw
1: it. <laughs> I like the tangerine juice. Yeah, I like tangerine juice. Yeah, like oh, no, ch- isn't ch- that ch- tangerine too.
3: lovely? Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: It's really it's really, it's really awesome. No, no, well, no and, and see, can I say, it.
3: right, and Peter, here's the reason why it is. And here's the reason why it's so new. Because, you know, like I said, you see a lot of other juices out there. But, see, what, what we have found over the years is that, that you know, people have used a lot of terms that really when you when you do a little research, what you realize is more than anything, they're just marketing terms. So when they say, you know, flash pasteurized. Okay, well, what is flash pasteurized? How do you get 90 days shelf life on that thing and you're saying it's flash pasteurized? Well, pasteurization is, is involves two elements, time and temperature. So you might be flashing it, but you have to be flashing it at a very, very high temperature to get that kind of shelf life. What we do, and the reason why our shelf life is a little, little lower is, we we take our product, and um, it's pasteurized for, you know, seconds. At the lowest temperature, the FDA will allow us in order to call it the gourmet pasteurized. So, you know, that's one of the reasons why you see a big difference in the flavor of our tangerine juice and our grapefruit juice. It tastes like it just came off a tree because it's <laughs> truly not industrially pasteurized or kettle cooked or anything like that. You, know, it's, uh, you do it in small batches. Do you have a big facility or what? We do, we do, and we make our juice every week. See, that's the other thing. Thank you, Wayne, for bringing that up. That's the other thing. You know, you know. Now, back back in the day when we were only doing our juice, believe it or not, we were producing that juice to order. So, if our good customer in Pittsburgh um, called us up and said on a Monday, "Listen, I need three pallets of your juice," that juice was squeezed, bottled, and shipped that night. <laughs> Is that amazing? Wow! There was no inventory. We just made it to order. Now we still try to stick to that on the orange and grapefruit juice, but the other items, because there's so many, we don't make them every day. So, but even those items, they're made to. They're pretty much made to the orders that we think we're going to get in a week time. So we don't really have a lot of inventory. You know, good. we don't. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't store a lot of juice and frozen you know, uh, cases all ready to go. Everything is kind of made for what we think we need week by week.
1: Now, where do do your fruits come from?
3: Excellent. Now, we're we're in Fort Pierce, Florida, which, um, you know, as you may or may not know, it's right next to Vero Beach. The company was started in Vero. We moved down to a big facility in Fort Pierce, which is about 55 miles north of West Palm Beach, right on the Atlantic Ocean, right where the Indian River, that's why they call it Indian River County, and that's that that area w- was renowned years and years ago for being the best you grow in citrus in the world and yeah, especially grapefruit, Indian River grapefruit. Yeah, remember that's that. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Now, here's our here's our here's our philosophy. Okay? If it grows in Florida, we buy it first. If we could, if we could get everything in Florida, we would get it in Florida. You know, our strawberries for the strawberry lemonade comes from Florida. The orange and grapefruits, as much as we can, comes from Florida. The tangerines, as much as we can. Now, some of those items, Florida cannot does not produce as much as we need. So we do do a little blending. Now, after the state of Florida, we stay in the United States of America. So our carrots, our beets, things like that, you know, come from North Carolina, Oregon. You know, we, we try to go to the places where they're known for that kind of you know, whatever it is we're buying. Um, now, our mangoes and our pineapples, our pineapples come from Costa Rica because that's where the best pineapples are, okay? Our um, our, our, our mangoes come from India, believe it or not, because uh, the Alfonso mango, we were told, and we've learned through research with some of our customers, it's the best mango in the world to process into juice. So, you know, if we can't, See, we don't grow mangoes in the United States. are no. mm-hmm. So we go to the best place in the world that get a load of this, our blood orange juice. That if you guys try the blood orange Yeah, I like the blood orange. Yeah, yeah I like believe that. Believe it or not, believe it or not, this is an amazing story. That blood orange juice, now, we came out with that blood orange juice for a big retailer who asked us to find blood orange juice. Okay? We tried about eight of them at a, at a, in the United States. We didn't like any of them. We were not proud to put our label on any of them. Wow. We finally went over to Sicily, Italy, and at the that's where, that's the best place to get blood oranges. No, <laughs> oh, no, and it's amazing at the foothills of the um, of, of Mount Vesuvius and and Edna. That's oh, I,
0: I know. I mean,
3: that's, that's be, exactly I'm Sicilian, that so I
0: understand that, and I'm proud of our blood orange juice.
3: No, and it's a hundred, you know. It, it it comes from Italy because that's the best place we can find it. So, yeah. you know, but that's our philosophy is always to provide the best, you know, um, source so the juice will be outstanding. So Michael. Tell
0: what? us about this uh, line that has to do with health issues. You know, the, the names of these you sent us the samples Aura, Purify, Resilience. Yes.
3: Okay. Excellent. Now, that's a function. We call that a functional juice line. Okay, that's a functional okay. line, and it has functional ingredients. In other words, it has ingredients that are particularly made to achieve something in your body. So mm-hmm. the aura has ashwagandha in it, which is um, a derivative of a plant that is used um, to help people fight against depression. Some people take ashwagandha pills. You know, you can see it at your pharmacy and, and it helps to stabilize a little bit and, 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 it, and it's just a nutrient. Um, and so that aura, you know, has that in it. Um, the purify has ginger in it and dandelion in it. And, um, you know, it, it's meant to help, I love purify, dandelion. you know, your blood and your system. The resilient, which is our number one flavor has, um, ginger, turmeric, um, all of these are blood orange juice based because we found that, you know, the flavor of them is delicious. So we didn't want to just come out with you know, sometimes you get some of these vitamin type drinks that are hard to swallow, you know, and and so these items here they're done in a little bit of a smaller container so you don't have to drink as much and and they're just they're just made with the goodness and the, the functionality of whatever it is. So, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of just launched that. That's a little bit new for us, Ann. We've only had that for a year or two. And um, Well, it was you know, a bright time, and everybody's concerned well, you know, about health. It, right it now. was, but then when COVID hit, it got a little weird because, you know, a lot of the retailers who were doing very, very well all through the virus time, you know, at the same time, they didn't want to be bringing in new items, and they were overstocked on some things, and they were trying to get more toilet paper. And, you know, it was a little crazy in the retail world. So, oh, yeah. you know what, we're back on track, and we just launched a new one, uh, a pineapple kale, zinc, vitamin D, spinach, celery. Um, you know, it's a, a green um, drink that has... Um, yeah, I like green drinks juice. a lot. So, you, we're going to sure you get, get me my, those. You're going to
1: get me my fix, Michael.
3: Yeah, without a doubt. You ain't kidding. Don't, don't forget,
1: you promised you would send me some new fixes. Yeah. <laughs> And, and,
3: and, and can I tell you, tell you something? On um, the weekend, now, I don't know if you're going to edit this conversation because this is a little personal, but on not this weekend, on the weekend right before July 4th, I'm driving out to Sheboygan, okay? I'm driving out to Sheboygan from New Jersey to, for a wedding, and um, I'm going right past Pittsburgh. So I I could, I would love to Stop by and say hello.
0: <laughs> I can't promise that. But, um, Why? You know, have, you, have you noticed, cheese, by that? the way, that uh, there is a, a, a different kind of pineapple out there that you might want to explore for your pineapple juice? It's a pink
3: pineapple. Oh, yes. I've seen that on the shelf. They're right. good. That's interesting. Are they really? Yeah, they're the really real? great. Right. Isn't that so, the
0: other thing, except it's uh, too expensive, is um, a hot item is the uh, Japanese white strawberries. Right. That they they're like they sell for like oh a dollar. Hello. A Are you yes. still there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, a dollar a berry.
1: Now, I, this is Peter. I, I missed something. Did you say you're stopping by on your way to Michigan?
3: Well, uh, on the way to um, Sebago, I would like to. I would like to. I, I would like to bring you a big box of samples. Well, well,
1: send, 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 send us an email with with the dates and all that
3: kind of yeah. stuff, and we'll, It'll we'll, just take two minutes. We're driving right by Pittsburgh, so it'll just take two minutes. I don't need a. You know, I don't need a song and a dance, but I just thought it'd be nice to. Give
1: you a little
3: hug and okay. say hello. And, sure, that and share was, some more that juice with you. and it's a lot cheaper for me to drop it off than me to FedEx it. <laughs> well
1: let let, let let us let us know what the date is and about the time. I will so you I think you might will. be by. And I, I just I just had two two other quick questions that I didn't get in edgewise until now. Linus wasn't it Doctor Linus Pauling, who swore that if you drank lots and lots and lots of orange juice you would be, become exempt to all kinds of diseases? Do you remember that, sweetheart? Well, yeah, I do remember it. Yeah. And, the, and the, the, the other thing I wanted to ask you...
0: I, is, I heard also um, that drinking a, a lot of orange juice gave you big boobs.
3: <laughs> Whoops, amazing. <laughs> wow. Well, How outrageous, I know we are, Michael. <laughs> Let me say something. You know... Uh, um, our, our view on those kind of things is, is, is very simple, okay? Because we don't, we got to be very careful. You know, we don't want to make, ever make any claims. Like, I'll, I'll be honest with you, there were a lot of people during the COVID years, or the COVID months last year were telling us, dude, you need to be putting a neck hanger on your juice. You know, you need to tell, tell people, because if you got COVID bad, and you went to the hospital, the first thing they did was was, was blow you up with vitamin C and yeah. vitamin D. That was the first thing they did, and then Z, yeah, vitamin D for okay, was, was yeah, right. And they were there was lots of people telling us, oh, you should put vitamin D in that juice, put vitamin D in that juice. Here's the thing with all that, you know what? And, and we'll be the first ones to admit it. There's nothing better than vitamin C, but you know what? We don't know. We don't, you know, we don't, you know, we could never say, you know, a definitive anything other than these juices are very good for you. Our orange yeah. B. Is very good for you. You know why? Because beets are very good for you. Beets have been good for you for a long time. Beets is not a new item. You know, beets wasn't just invented yesterday, but when you mix it with orange juice, it becomes much more palatable for many more people who who like the goodness of beets but don't like the way they taste. Yeah, so, there's a lot you know, of people you know, who beets, hate beets. So I don't know why. Right. right. But now yeah. they don't hate them as much and they can drink them and, and, and get all that fiber and 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 goodness that are in beats. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, listen, we want to be a help. We want to be a help to that to the, to the whole industry of health. But um, yeah. I think that's all that is. I mean, even taking vitamins every day, taking vitamins day every day isn't going to keep you alive forever. But it's going to help you. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to help you, you know, fight off virus, fight off colds, and and do its little job. And that that's that's the fair way to say it, I think.
1: Yeah. My, Michael, there's one there's one more piece of information we need which is a which is a website and information on where people are gonna be able to get this elixir of life that you produce down there in Florida. <laughs> See, we
3: need to get you on the The elixir of life. I love that. <laughs> um yeah. so where where I, are people gonna find you? Now are you your is your area listening area um you know, how far is it just Pittsburgh, or does it extend further?
1: No, it's all, all over the country, it's Austra- Australia included.
3: Oh, okay, wonderful. Well, and 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 so you know what I could do? See, on our website, we do have a um, when, when when you have the, the little prompt to tell you where we can find your juice. got Finder, yeah. And and when you put your zip code in there, all these stores. You know, because we sell Price Chopper and Wakeburn and Publix and Kroger and Shaw's and Trader Joe's and Whole Foods in Florida. I mean, we we sell a lot of retailers coast to coast. Um, so I could give you a list of the, the main ones. But, see, there's a lot of little stores, too. Like, and you have a lot of them in Pennsylvania, these little co-ops and these little yeah. farm stores. We do a lot of those stores. You know, through companies like Four Seasons Produce and, and like, you know, through the, through the terminal market, you know, you have a nice little company in Pittsburgh called Sunfresh, and they're, a, they're a good partner of ours. They used to sell our juice to the, um, um, what, what's, what's your supermarket out there? I'm Giant Eagle. Blank. Giant, Giant Eagle. We used to sell Giant Eagle. And, um, you know, they had some issues with whatever they had issues with, so we're trying to get back in there, but, you know, um, <clears throat> You know, so it's easy to find where our product is, even from the website. But I will give you a list, too. Well, just
0: give me the website. Gotcha. Natalie's...
3: Oh, you or mean good. right now? Well, you can yeah. get it. Yeah, if you, just, if you just Google Natalie's orange juice, it'll pop right up. But the, the little the literal website is, um, let's see. Let's Natalie's Orchid. It's Island
0: www.OrchidIslandJuice.com.
3: Orchid Island Juice. Good www.Orchid, com.
1: Well, it's a, great, it's a great all-American story. Thank you for sharing it with us, Michael. <laughs>
3: no,
0: thank <laughs> you guys
3: so much. Have, have a good trip,
0: by the way, Michael. It was great talking to you.
3: And no, and well, I hope we... to see you in a couple of weeks. Don't yeah, forget. right. <laughs> Something's going <laughs> fast. Ooh! All righty. Thank you well, so much, you guys. God bless. Bye bye. And we'll talk to you again. Bye bye now. Great. Bye bye. Well, there you
1: have it.
0: And um, I, I guess everybody's going out and about, depending on where you you live, I suppose. Uh, although I'm amazed how many places have opened and have to close down again.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: Yes, it's, it, it's it, devastating. It's,
1: so, on this it's industry. So, it's so It's depressing. Yes, and uh, pe- people in the food and drink business are a cheerful lot. They they really they really try hard to to present a smiling face to their customers a smiling face to us on this program. We're, we're delighted to be able to bring their stories to you. And at the same time, we wish this pandemic was over. Right? Yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not to be for a while yet, but at some degree of normalcy would help. In the meantime, get your vaccines. No excuses. Right. And, and
0: we're going to be back here still working at this uh, next Sunday, same time. Same place. Same place. And until then, bye bye.